Hello and welcome to Gamer's Ledge Podcast. Come on in, sit down, have yourself a mixed assorted beverage from your local TGI Fridays. I am Mark, and joining me this week is Dave. Hello. And Kate. Hello. And Matt. Howdy. You don't have a drink. Loser. I have, I have too many have a drink. I've got, I've got drinks all over the place. I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got regular cider. I've got regular hard cider. And then I, I've got regular cider, and then I've got hard cider, and let's see. Yeah, I've got another hard cider. Matt, Matt is just filled with rage. He has to rebel against what everybody else is doing. He can't just say hello and have a drink. No, I can't. See? Despite all his rage. I'm still just a rat in the cage. Yes, go. <laughs> That's my least favorite Smashing Pumpkin song. Welcome to Gamers Like Podcast, <laughs> a conversation between your friends. A look at the hardcore gaming whoa, industry. Whoa, whoa, what's the F word? What? I'm Dave's sorry. being a jerk tonight. <laughs> tonight? <laughs> you caught right. Yeah, oh. so uh, lots to talk about this week. Um, Dave, let's start with you. You played a video game. I oh, my did. God. I totally <laughs> did. I totally did. It's lies. Stop spreading no, 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 no. lies. Tell us on our video gaming podcast what video game you actually played. And the annoying thing was it was just like I've paid for stuff I haven't played yet. I just need to trade Destiny in already because I'm never going to play that. I'm, already, I'm convinced. I'm not going to play Destiny. I just know that's what's going to happen. I mean, I really want to try and play some this weekend, but I think my weekend's already booked. I have family stuff. I like my family. But the, uh, the what kind of gamer are you? Family? I know. And video games? I'm terrible. You do things on the weekends. You know, what's up with this? Terrible. I am absolutely terrible, and I totally, I totally I freaking agree with that. Um, so apparently, uh, Spelunky was dropped for free um, on PSN Plus. God love PSN Plus. Seriously, you're the best. <laughs> Pour one out for PS Plus. So Spelunky, Woodford Reserve tonight. By the way, stuff's awesome. It's like a bourbon, but it's like a real smooth, hot soda. So Spelunky was dropped on PSN Plus. It is great fun. And it's kind of odd that I would like it because it's totally like that, you know, slamming your junk in a door game. You know, it's punishing. <laughs> but I'm loving the game. But I think it's like, I think you can get away with that style with me if you're doing like classic kind of 2D and you're referencing like old games and stuff like that. So I think that's kind of what it's, you know, what's working for me in that. But um, it's a lot of fun. It's super hard. Definitely, um, but it's neat, you know. Jump in, so I've been playing that. Um, the rest, I, I actually spent the weekend in in New York, um, exploring around. I went to a Lego store grand opening in the Flatiron District. It was pretty cool. They gave away uh, little mini Lego stores, which is awesome. You can even sit there and see, like, when you when you pop open, you can see like the pick a brick in the back, you know. <laughs> It's really neat looking. I don't know. It's pretty cool. Hey, I meant to ask you two two questions. Number one, do you What's like that? do you like um, ethnic foods? Um, as far as I like, like Brazilian. Oh, I've been to a Brazilian steakhouse. That was fantastic. Okay, so the number two, do you ever make it over to Jersey? I live in Jersey. 
All right. Do you know where Ironsides is? Ironsides. Why does yeah. that sound familiar? The Ironsides district is. I don't um, know. Over on the, it's on the other side of the tracks. Well, anyways, um, there's a Brazilian restaurant there that you'll really like. We need to talk about that offline. So just mm-hmm. FYI. <laughs> no, it sounds good. Um, yeah, I definitely like all kinds of food. Because imagine getting that Brazilian steakhouse meal for mm-hmm. five bucks. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> but um, oh man, I went to this place called Italy up there. It's uh, it's right in the Flatiron District. It's like this uh, kind of like an Italian market place. I got this olive oil that's like infused with garlic. My God, dude, you haven't lived. Hello, welcome to Eater's Web <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just so I we, made the most amazing no, I meal after that. So, no, no, and, and I agree. <laughs> Someday we'll have to start a foodie podcast too. We could, All right. Oh yeah, that's that's when I'll really start to shine because I've been cooking my ass off lately. Oh shine, man, shine from the olive oil. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's flat. Okay, never mind. Uh, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast. So, uh, did you? I don't remember what Matt said your other topic was. <laughs> what what else did you watch? <laughs> I was trying to catch up on Gotham, and then you started early. So, all <laughs> oh, right. So I missed out on uh, finished up on that, but it did looked catch, like a good episode. Did you catch? It what? was a good episode. Says the person who actually wrote the content for the site. <laughs> <laughs> I was Wait. desperate. I was just trying to give him something. <laughs> Wait, did episode four come out already? Yeah, it was Monday. on Monday. Monday. Okay, then yeah. I did not see that yet. Okay, so I'm, I'm up through ep- episode three. I finally broke down, and I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot. I like it. Big butts, and he cannot lie. Yeah, that too. <laughs> These other brothers can't deny. Um, but it's very oppressive. You know, I, I don't understand how he's going to dig himself out of the hole. That's well, show that I, mean, I think that's the point, though. Wait, who? Who hole? Jim. Gordon. Gordon. What are you, he's not in the hole. No, he's not going to save Gotham. He can't. Like, It's not saved when Batman comes along. He has to save the police force. Bingo. Right, that's, not, that's what I'm saying. And I don't know how he's going to do it unless it's to turn to Montoya and major crimes. Dude, so it, that, that'll be an interesting... He's Jim F. and Gordon, that's why. Yeah, well, we'll see. Um, but, but that's yeah, kind I, of the point. It's supposed to feel oppressive. Like he's got to feel like he's kind of like the rat at the bottom of a barrel, kind of thing, and he's got to climb out of this barrel. And it's just uh, got to. It has. I, it has to have that oppression to it because it's. Look at all the corruption that's in that city. Exactly, the place is a cesspool. It's like 1970s New York. Bingo! Exactly. That's what they're trying to go for there. And they're nailing it. It's all. It's. I'm liking it. What? I, it's. It's nothing. Just your descriptors. <laughs> Sorry. <What? laughs> um, but yes, I. I, I actually. I, I. like the acting. I don't know. I don't know if it's sustainable, but I'm. I'm <clears throat> I'll give it a go for a while. So Team far. Penguin, dude. It's totally sustainable. I just, I just worry that they're going to rely on him too much. I did not expect to see him rely on who too much. I penguin. I did not oh. expect to see him back so soon. 
I expected that to be a little more protracted. Oh, well, uh, watch episode four. If you didn't already love Penguin, you'll be like, marry me, Oswald, please. I don't think I'll be that way, no. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm going to admit I might be that way, because he's playing an awesome psychopath. Oh, he's... He's he is very really much really awesome. Time. That guy is. I agree. It goes. It goes up a notch after this. I episode. didn't realize he was in Walking Dead. Yeah, briefly. I guess in yeah. Talking Dead, they said they just flew him down for that one scene and then I flew him back to New York. I would have never known. <laughs> that was so awesome that they did that. Fly out of Georgia just so we can slit your throat. Yeah. <laughs> Fly you back to New York. But they. Did it? That's what makes it amazing. It's just like, and apparently that was like a throwback, which I didn't, I would have even known. And they they brought him in just to do that. I, like that show is really winning me over. I saw Walking Dead this week too. Yeah, well, well, hold off because that's one of my topics that I want to talk about. I, I so. know. I'm not gonna tread on your shit, dude. It's okay. Yay. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. No, I won't. I I do agree with mark though i'm I, my two main concerns with it are one that they're gonna overuse penguin and it's I, I just think it's gonna potentially go the wrong way for me at least and two they're gonna they're going this route of everything's connected and at this point if anything becomes any more connected they're all gonna turn into one being and you know form a giant gasalt and destroy the earth I always liked the just all transformers those were my favorite. It's going to be like the second impact. Well, I mean, uh, none of you guys have even seen the episode that just happened. It was just so... Ah! I was in the middle of it when he called. Well, that's what I said. I said that's my concern. I'm not saying it's going to happen. That's my concern. So I've, I've, got, to, I've got to like, finish it. I'm full on the Gotham love train. Like, I think it's fantastic. So I can't believe I like this show. I'm, I'm going to admit, I'm, I'm so wrong about this show. Like, I fully expected to hate it. I was like, you know, I was like, this I, is going to be like, you know, Gotham 90210. I swear to God, if we're just falling around a whiny kid, I'm going to be annoyed. They, I, I, liked, uh, I like all the actors, and I think the acting is very well done. The, I think the only person I don't like so far is Alfred. What? You're a hater. You're just fish. a hater. I don't, I don't like hater. fish. You're a hater. You're just a straight-up hater now. Alfred's awesome! Seriously, I, dude. I don't know. I, I just don't I like the way they're portraying. Gotham are all entirely wrong. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm right. I'm just saying, for me, that... just don't... I don't know. He's... It, it, it goes up and down for me. It, there are certain things he does does that I like, and then certain things he does that I don't like. And I have absolutely no idea why he's a butler, because he doesn't behave like a butler. Yeah, it's, that's exactly, yeah, that's but, that's one of my main reasons that, that I, I, I'm not really... Because he's no longer a butler, he's also a parent now, so he's got to get tough. His parents got to be tough. But screaming at a kid is not getting tough. <laughs> what are you talking about? That kept me in line when I was a kid. Grease so much. Did you just bring up Grease too? No. <laughs> ah. uh, he's just—he's going through grief as well. He lost oh, grief. Thomas and Martha, just like Bruce did. I mean, they may not have been his parents, but I totally heard Bruce he also. I thought you were going to talk about cool. Like seriously, guys, right here. I really thought <laughs> you said talk. Grease too. Yeah, go ahead. You want to bowl some bowls? 
<laughs> I want to be a cool writer. I so Michelle Pfeiffer was. Talk about can we talk about Grease Two for a little bit? Because that's a underrated movie, I think. Feel free to mute him. Do you see my time. face right now? I know. Wow, that's serious. Okay, can I talk? So, Alfred is going through grief as well. You don't realize how close the help is to their, like, you know, that master-servant relationship. I'm not saying, like, in slavery terms, but you get very close. Like, I remember there's this reality TV show. I don't even know what it was called or anything. All I remember, it was something about they had to live in kind of like a Downton Abbey kind of house and pretend they were living back then. And... The people were found out they got were closer to their servants than the family members because you dealt with them all the time. And I mean, you tell your butler or maid or whoever like things that you would never tell anybody else. Like they know you in a way that no one else really does. Almost as much as like a doctor kind of knows too much about you. So Alfred's grieving just as much as Bruce is, so if, if he flies off the handle, I'm all for it. Like, right, I mean, it's also well established that, like, you know, the Waynes weren't exactly, like, they weren't jerks to him or anything like that. They were not horrible people you know, with that kind of stuff, so of course he loved them. Um, so, yeah, I do agree, actually, with that. So I apologize for the Grease 2 stuff, Kate. Okay, can somebody talk? Because this is just uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know. Did we lose Mark, or is no, he just being difficult? No, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> he's just like he's just uh, sitting there like a rock. Well, I don't Did know what what topic Dave, what other topics Dave had. I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure that was. Did you play? Okay. All right. It looks like I'm going to be driving this ship this week. All right. <laughs> I am a cruel <laughs> mistress. So, yeah. uh, did you play any Des- Disney Infinity at all? I, I did. I did not. I, I didn't get a chance to. Do you think you're going to be picking up any more figures for it? Oh, of course. I mean, I have all that are currently available. All right. So, so when the new ones come out, um, there's there's not too many. Coming out for next year is like Ronin, and what else we got on the back here? Um, yeah, I mean, there's a few more coming out. I mean, I'll get them when they're available, um, and I am gonna play some more because it is really like I it was scratching niche. It's a very fun game. I just need you know a little bit of time to do it. Um, like I said, I'm caught in a, a point where I, like I need to like finish up the molding and stuff, which I'm gonna get all that done this weekend. We already got the plan out. Saturday is gonna get that Are done. Are you doing molding? Not crown molding. I just need to get the bottom molding down. Oh, the baseboard. Yeah, so I gotta get the baseboards all down. And uh, since last week you talked about it, did you get to watch the Flash this week? I didn't watch this week's Flash yet. I was trying to catch up on Gotham first. Age goes Gotham Flash. I still gotta catch up on like three episodes of Agents of Shield now, and I started recording Arrow. So don't you just watch any TV? <laughs> What's that? It's like he he does social stuff. Everything. I there's I interact with people. He goes from hither to yon and messes around with things. Oh, busy taking pictures of the sunset. Uh, I do that too. And um, his car dashboard. And macro things. <laughs> I haven't Small done the macro close up. 
I haven't done the macro things in a while. I gotta do that again. So okay, today I took pictures of my dolls, watched three horror movies, did a blog blog post about Face Off to my blog and the other site, did a countdown to my convention blog post, uh, played a little bit of The Evil Within, so... Ooh, how is that? We'll get to that when it's my turn. <laughs> it's your turn. <laughs> how is The Evil Within? He's... It's uh, pretty good, good so far. I mean, um, it's done by Shinji Mikami, so there's a lot of things that I kind of like remind me of Resident Evil 4. Uh, that and and the Resident Evil remake that they're redoing now for the modern consoles that did come out on Game, GameCube originally. Um, things like uh, burning corpses. That's very um. That was kind of like really reminded me of the Resident Evil remake. Um, properly creepy. Uh, like hospital settings. It's got like a lot of things that are very kind of survival horror staples. The character himself, I don't know if it's just, I've heard there's like the, the first chapters are kind of filler. I'm only really at the beginning. And I just got to say, it's hard. Like, I'm on casual difficulty, and I died in the first encounter. So it's like not, <laughs> so <done. laughs> yet not easy. It's like creepy, like the zombies, I'm using quotation marks in the air here because... I don't really know what else to call them, but they're not really zombies, but it's just when you see the first transformation, it's really kind of like, holy shit. Um, but there's one thing that, like, the character itself, he's kind of like, you know, the hard-boiled, you know, I've been emotionally damaged in the past, so now I'm like an emotionless vessel cop guy. And it's just... <laughs> it's like so, the reason why I'm in therapy right now. Yeah, it's just so... You figure in that kind of... In, even in the first 20 minutes of the game, like, or the first, like, right <laughs> in. What? Oh, the cat. Um, I have four. You're going to hear them meowing on occasion. But uh, you go, like, head first into this game. There isn't really a lot of, like, you know, wandering out. Oh, everything looks so idyllic, la, la, la. Like, it's you're pretty much right in the game from the first 10 minutes sort of thing. Is it only PS3? Like, what's it all available yeah, for? Yeah, it's on PS3. It's on PS3, Xbox 360, Xbox One, and PS4. Oh, I've noticed some frame rate drops on the PS3. Uh, nothing that it wouldn't stop me from playing it, though. Like, there's, like, stealth um, that you didn't really use a lot in that kind of Resident Evil thing. It's definitely not as scary as Silent Hill, or Dead Space, like, I'm not feeling that same ramp up of constant um, pressure building tension. Like, you know, when you're, like, playing Silent Hill or Dead Space, there's just those parts where nothing's really happening except you're hearing kind of weird noises, and then it's just nothing's happened, but you still kind of have to be like, I have to stop. Like, that, that hasn't really happened yet, but the bot, like, you kind of want to run. You don't want to fight everything because... Ammo is really, really limited, and the enemies are really strong, and you're not that strong. But the, that breaks so many rules of video games to me. It's <laughs> well, I mean, you do have weapons, and you do have melee. Who keeps beeping? Is that me? It's not my. Yeah, we're we're chatting some stuff. Sorry, I need hey. to find out some information. So, um. <laughs> 
There was one thing, though, that kind of was like, I would just love to see a character in a survival horror go, like, be absolutely kind of, like, you know, horrified, and you have a moment where they're just kind of, like, crying in a corner. You kind of got that in Dead Space 2 a little bit, because Isaac was like, but, um... That's like me when I play these games, so why do we need the in-game There's this one scene, uh, it doesn't spoil anything, so I don't want to hear any spoilers, pro clutching. (laughs) You are running, you're, like, running away from something, and you're only in this room for, like, ten seconds, so it's not a spoiler. You fall pretty much into the scene in Saw 3 where the judge is caught in that, like, tank and all, like, the liquid pig guts are falling on him. You fall in that tank and the character just kind of goes, ugh. The same reaction you have when you find mold on your bread. It's just, like, he should have been way more horrified. And it's just, I would really, really like to see that in a Survivor Horror where you just have the character just go, like, ugh, 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 and they just, like, get out of the vat and are just, like, crying for, like, five minutes because it's gross, and they're scared, and but this guy's just like, what's going on? Or like, you know, the Silent Hill 1 line, like, radio? What's happening with the radio? <laughs> just, I kind of would like to have a more realistic, because even like a so-called tough guy in that kind of situation would be shit in their pants. So I'd like to kind of have someone react as a real human being would react in these kind of situations. But, no, I'm really um, really enjoying it, and the lack of arsenal does ramp things up. And, I mean, I don't know anything about the story. I haven't read up on that. I don't really want to know. But it kind of has that Silent Hill, like, I just feel a Silent Hill 2 vibe in, like, it's like, oh, this guy, like, you know, isn't all that he seems sort of thing. So I really kind of want to get into that. I uh, didn't have time to play it today. I uh, ended up watching the first three Saw movies just because I needed my horror movie for the day, and I ended up just watching the other first three. Um, that brings me to my other, I guess horror thing. Um, I do my... Just seeing what all this beeping is about. <laughs> okay. All this beeping about. She's Canadian. <laughs> so, I've been watching a horror movie a day, or if I skip a day, I'll watch two. So, I've got a list of horror movies that I've watched. Uh, the last podcast, I was kind of desperate to get off because I wanted to finish watching Absentia. <laughs> and it was amazing. Like, if you want to see a really, really great kind of, like, monster movie where you never see the monster, Absentia is amazing. Like, I was so engrossed through that whole movie, and I only had 15 minutes left in the movie when the podcast started, and I could not wait to get back to it. it it's a great movie. Um, after that, I watched The Faculty. I mean, everyone knows about The Faculty, but I had personally never seen it. So I watched that. It's cool that there's a lot of actors that I really like that were in that movie. And also, Elijah Wood and Usher never age, because they look the same then as they do now, and that was my film. Is horror movie? Monster. It fits. It's like a kiddie horror movie. The kind of horror movie you show kindergarten kids. Uh, okay. Like holes. So, so a movie that Dave could enjoy. 
Yes. I'll like, have you know, I've watched some pretty sophisticated horror movies. But, uh, <laughs> I've got a lot of actors that I really liked in it, like, B.B. Newworth is one of my favorites, and Daniel Von Bargen, and Robert Patrick, and Piper Laurie, and, like, John Stewart, Elijah Wood, he's become a horror icon, kind of on his own right, with things like Maniac and Sin City. Oh, that Maniac. Oh, can we talk about that for a second? I love that movie. I love that movie. That was amazing. (laughs) This was the best thing ever. I got an Amazon Firebox for my mom, okay? And and she wanted to test it out, so I showed her. I was like, you can get Netflix on this. You can get Amazon Prime on this. And she was like, I was like, do you want to watch a movie? She said yes. I was like, what kind and you of watched Maniac? I was like, what kind of movie do you watch? So my mom picked Maniac. <laughs> Wasn't he creepy in that movie? He was a he got I mean in Sin it's City. Unbelievable. Sin City was the first time I saw him play like, you know, like a non likable character or something like that. I'm like, wow, he did a really good job on that. Maniac was amazing. Like that was, and it was a remake too. And how many times do you hate remakes? It's better than the original. Yeah. It, it is a it is a fantastic remake. Elijah Wood is amazing in it. As far as horror movie goes, that has to be that probably is one of the creepiest ones I've seen in a long time. Oh, like, it's excellent! Such a great job he, on his that. His eyes are so big that he can go from like Frodo, innocent, you know, yeah, pathetic to like creepy as hell. And the way they and the way they did the thing, like you know, when they were like shooting the movie, like within his head. Well, it's kind of like um, you know. That's the way the first Maniac was, and, you know, Taxi yeah. Driver, like, that sort of thing. Like, you know, the whole... And it was also, like, speaking of 70s in New York and Gotham. Yeah. That was kind of, like, it that it had that feel to it, whereas this New York is just a hit. Yeah, that is... If anybody out there wants to watch a great horror movie, Maniac, um, yeah. I think probably flew under the radar for a lot of people, the remake of Maniac with Elijah Wood. Amazing. And another movie, a horror movie that Elijah Wood is going to be in, I cannot... It's more of a horror comedy, I think, just from the premise, but it sounds hilarious. It's called Cooties, and it's kind of like, why did no one think of this before? But it's like, um, Elijah Wood, Rain Wilson's in it as the gym teacher, so you know it's going to be awesome that way. But there's teachers at a school, and all the kids get cooties, which is actually zombie germs. So they turn all the little kids are zombies trying to kill their teachers, so the teachers have to kill all the little kids. So, you know, that's going to be awesome. Who's doing this movie? It sounds like Ray Wilson's in it. It sounds like the guy that did Super, because that movie was pretty dark. Uh, it ha- It was at TIFF last year. I don't. I haven't heard much about it, though. TIFF is Toronto International Film Festival. Did not so, know that. Uh, well, they have a horror Midnight Madness thing where they do, like, all horror movies, like Tusk from Kev- uh, Kevin Smith premiered there, and um, The Green Inferno was being shopped around for a division. That's Eli Roth's new movie. Uh, pretty much his <coughs> homage to Cannibal Holocaust. Um, Horns with Daniel Radcliffe was first shown there. Uh, they do a lot of horror movie premieres. Oh, The Babadook, which is one I'm really looking forward to. It's an Australian horror flick. Um, kind of like a boogeyman sort of thing, but uh, The Babadook in Australian lore takes on the worst properties of children and physically manifests into it and becomes like a boogeyman with those attributes kind of like of the child's worst. So if like if you're bad, you'll create a Babadook and it will like hog coming on you. Yeah, they couldn't get away with that in the US because it'd just be like, you know, 
It would be just even, be like some like, monster playing the iPad in the corner all day and ignoring everybody. Even the fake monsters in Australia can kill you. <laughs> Come on, that was funny. But, uh... Because kids, that's all they, they do watch? now. They play their iPads in the corner. I watched... This one isn't... It kind of skirts horror, but it's called... It's a 1987 movie called Angel Heart. I don't know if anyone else has ever seen it. It was Mickey Rourke free... Wait. And it had Robert De Niro. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. it was and uh, Mickey Rourke is playing with a guy named Harry Angel, who's like a private dick, and he has to find this guy, singer named Johnny Bel- Johnny Favorite. Yeah, so I he remember goes that. tries to find it. He's working for Robert De Niro, who has the best manicure in the world in that movie. Like his nails are awesome. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a really kind of and a very twist ending. It's kind of in. It's not like a horror slasher kind of movie, but it's horror kind of go in the Exorcist kind of vein. Yeah. Where it's um, the presence of Satan in that type of vein, sort of thing. Uh, it was pr- it was really good. The twist at the end was just like, wow. Uh, it also had Lisa Bonet in it, which is you know a name, throwback Thursday name. Yeah, that uh, was that was a very controversial role at the time. Yeah, because uh, she gets nude. Mm, little and, very nude. Yeah, very. <laughs> Bronzy situations. Okay, so the next movie I watched after Angel Heart was Open Grave, and oh my god. If you've never heard of Open Grave, don't read anything about it. Just go and watch it. Because I knew nothing going in, and that kind of preserved the experience. Because the premise is these people wake up, and their memory is completely gone. They don't know who they are. They don't know why they're there. Like, this guy wakes up in an open grave, and they have to piece things together through, like, their memories. So that's all I'm going to say. And watch it. It is fantastic. Okay. Uh, But, yeah, so open grave. I can't say enough good things about it. I really, really, really liked it. And the girl who is playing Barbara Keane on Gotham is in it. Just for a little tidbit. Is that one like available like on Netflix and stuff? It came out recently, so it should be available on Netflix. I got it through other means, but I think it's probably on Netflix. Uh, And speaking of people in horror movies that I watched that are also on Gotham, I watched a movie called The Seasoning House that has Sean Pertwee in it, and it takes place in the Balkans in the mid in the late '90s when they were having their civil war, and it's about a whorehouse where these girls were taken from their families and their families were all killed and they're essentially prisoners and are doped up and sold to military guys who come and visit this house for pleasure and there's this one deaf mute girl who kind of you know dopes up the girls and cleans the rooms and stuff and she's like a prisoner too but she goes around through the walls of the house and she can visit the, the girls and murders and mayhem end up happening. It was a pretty decent movie, and Sean Pertwee was properly villainous. Uh, what else was there? Uh, like I said, I, today I watched the first three Saw movies, and I watched them because on Charlie Halloween... Charlie was in the first one? Yes. Where his British accent dropped like an old pair of underwear. Yeah. Uh, I just bought it. He just came out a book. It just came out this week about the making but, of Princess Bride. Yes, but um, this Halloween is the 10th anniversary of Saw coming out in theaters. So I wanted to watch it because 
say what you will about Saw if you liked or didn't like it, but it has been vastly influential on horror movies we have seen since. Ugh, which is unfortunate. Actually, looking at the first three, they're not, like, I guess, as terrible as I initially thought they were. I, I thought it was pretty clever how they managed to... in a, The first one I thought was really good all by itself, but then when you combine at least the first three and to a certain well, extent the rest of them... Two trilogies and then the final one. Yeah, so like, I thought it was pretty, I, I thought it was pretty cool one. how they managed to weave all those, although by the time they hit the last you know, number 700 or whatever it was. Seven, it, it was, it was like, it was almost kind of stretching it, but the first yeah. three I thought were pretty... I, I thought so too, okay. as a whole, like, cause if you watch them all back to back together, they kind of tell a story on mm -hmm. their own with, I mean, this isn't a spoiler, these movies are like 10 years old, um, kind of like Amanda's rise and fall through all three movies as Jigsaw's accomplice, right? And... Like, his, you know, Jigsaw's eventual, like, from sickness to death, because he, he had cancer. Um, but, yeah, so it's, when you watch them all three of them together, it's kind of, like, this piece together very well. Like, all these plot points. And the third one's actually my favorite. I, I really like that one, especially in terms of the twisting at the end, um, where there was kind of, like, three games in one. Uh, Carrie Elways is acting like he can't hold an American accent to save his life. <laughs> but, uh, like, Angus McFadden's is better than his. Uh, so, I also watched a movie from 1974, I don't know if anyone's heard of this one, called Bad Ronald. Kind of like, remember I mentioned this evening house, like, in the walls, this is the same sort of thing. What happens, this one is also one of those ones you just kind of start right into. There's this kind of nerdy kid who we would all identify with because he kind of looked like all of us named Ronald, who's like also a mama's boy and his mother's very overprotective. He goes this to poor see this bastard. Pretty, he goes to see this pretty girl that he likes to ask her out and of course she laughs in his face and then her little sister comes out and is like saying mean things about him and his mom and he accidentally like pushes her and she falls and hits her head and dies. So <laughs> his mother decides oh, sorry. That he can't, they can't like go to the police or anything because she doesn't want to go to jail, so she puts him in this one bathroom and then walls him in. So they have, like, this little, like, trap door and stuff, but he's walled into the house, and he eventually, her, his mom dies, so he's left in the walls of the house, and this oh, so new family moves in, and he drills in people, so he's, like, spying on them and stuff. It's, uh, it's, it's Sims the movie? It's what? Sims the movie? Uh, with a little more, you know, of him losing his mind, but it wasn't, like, a particularly scary movie or anything, although, I mean, if I found someone living in my walls, I think I'd be pretty horrified. Um, it was, like, very 70s. Um, and then the last one I watched last week was, there's a story behind this one, Devil. I don't know if you, that's the one with the people trapped in the elevator. Sure. I remember... Yeah, and like yeah. Shyamalan and Ding Dong. But um, I remember seeing that trailer in front of some other movie that I can't remember. Uh -huh. And as the trailer was going on, I was like, man, this movie looks really cool. Uh -huh. And you can tell that the rest of the theater was jazzed too. You know when you're in a theater and a tra cool trailer comes up, you can feel <laughs> right. the energy of all the excitement. As soon as M. Night Shyamalan's name came up, 
everyone in theater started laughing. That happened. The exact same thing happened uh, when I saw that trailer. Everybody was all into it. Everybody, you could just tell. Everybody was like, huh. Uh, and as soon as his name and came out, everybody name, went, was like, no! everybody went, oh, forget. Like, it was just down. Yeah, but he didn't direct the movie. He just was, like, producing it. Right. So that, it, it gave that movie a very negative publicity because that was around at the time Airbender came out, and his name was Box Office Poison, rightly so. But it was actually a really good movie. So, like, if you want to catch it, M. Night Shyamalan's company, I guess, just produced it. It doesn't feel like he, it had his hand in it, really, as there's not, none of the ridiculousness of his recent movies. It's just a pretty solid, kind of in the same vein as Angel Heart of the Exorcist, like the Devil Amongst Us kind of horror. Uh, but it's it actually is a pretty good flick, and his name didn't... It took away the audience that it deserved to get. Wait, did this come out in 2010? Yeah, it's been Man, that long. Has it been that long already? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's available on Netflix streaming, so I just added it to my list. That will be... Is Open Grave on there? No, that's only on the DVD Netflix, which yeah. nobody actually has anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, there are ways to get it. So, Matt, how about you? What did you play? I, I, I still have other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I just up like an article a day. I still have other things to talk about. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. <laughs> so right now, I'm in the second episode of American Horror Story Freak Show. Like, and I did couldn't watch it last week because it's on as when our podcast is on. So I'll watch it tomorrow. But if you are afraid of clowns at all. I do not like clowns. It has the creepiest fucking clown ever. Like, ew, level of clown. You're like the clowns that are just, like, wandering around California, like, terrorizing people? No, like, Pennywise from It has nothing on this guy. Look up Twisty the Clown on Google. Like, he's got... I think what makes it so creepy is that he's got um, a static mouth for a mask, but his eyes are expressive. He's just so gross-looking. Yeah, Twisty the Clown. I'll see if I can find a link and give it to you guys in. Oh, my God. Isn't he horrifying? Dude, are you serious about yeah, that? Yeah, and he, he is... When he's, like, standing there and his like, eyes are being really expressive and he's being all horrifying... That is like, not cool. Me and my mom watched it together, and our, we were just like, this is like the creepiest thing I've ever seen like in a movie or TV, ever. Dude, I that is... I really chat. wish I could unsee that picture I just looked at. <laughs> but yeah, so that's like the creepiest thing I've ever seen in American Horror Story or in much of anything else. It's so just like, if you weren't afraid of clowns before, you will be after watching <laughs> But um, it's a solid first episode. Uh... You know, Jessica Lang, Evan Peters, Sarah Paulson, they're all in it. Uh, we haven't seen Angela Bassett yet. I don't know what she is, but Kathy Bates plays the bearded lady, um, which I kind of identify with. I have a little bit of hair growth problem there, too. Um, it's, it was very solid. The CG with Sarah Paulson, it was really good. Like, it looks weird because 
she's like a Siamese twin with two heads. So like that just looks fake because the same way, you know, when you see a decapitated body on a movie or something, it just looks fake because you're used to seeing a body with a head on it. You're not used to seeing two heads on a body. So it looks weird, but the CG on it is excellently done. So, you know, check that out. It's airing Wednesday nights on FX. Uh, face off, I put the uh, article up on there today. Uh, they did pretty fairy makeup, some born from ecological disasters. Uh, there wasn't one that was really, even the ones that got bad reviews from the judges I like, they're in the final five now, so, and next week is the final four, so people are going to go home with good performances. That's just the way it is when you get to the end. And what else? Grace Point, I put that review up as well. Um, I, I blog that one as I'm watching it because there's just so much stuff. It's like, is this be a clue? Could this be a clue? What about this? It's just, it's still very much got that Twin Peaks vibe where everyone in town's a suspect, but it's got minus the backwards blaming talking card dream. Um, and I think that is finally it. So Joe can come back now. He <laughs> did. Back. Hi. Hi. Welcome back. Thanks. Let's get jump into Matt. Matt, what have you been playing this last week? Um, the only thing I really played, I played a little bit of uh, uh, Destiny. Tried to do a, a solo daily mission, story mission by myself, and it was the last mission of the story. And yeah, I couldn't get past the loss, so wasted a couple hours there. Um. <clears throat> See, I uh, played. The thing I played the most was uh, I was uh, with. Uh, it was just me and my daughter home for a good chunk of Saturday, and she came up to me fairly early on and said, "Do you want to play Rock Band?" <laughs> um, so we played Rock Band three for probably six hours. <laughs> oh <my> Lord. <laughs> so uh, swapping back and forth between different instruments and stuff. So uh, that was that was actually fun. I haven't picked that up in a long time, so that was, that was fun to get back into that. Um, I uh, did uh, play a little bit with the, with the PlayStation TV, uh, put the unboxing video up for that yesterday. Um, aesthetically, it's a very uh, nice, very cool, very sleek-looking little uh, device. Um, if you get the bundle, you literally have everything you need to just get out of the box <laughs> and go. Um, the uh, interface wow. is exactly like the Vita. It is the Vita firmware. So uh, if you've had a Vita or dealt with a Vita, it's, you know, love them or hate them, it's the bubbles. Um, it's the 3.3 or 3.03 or whatever the last update was. It's the exact same uh, version of the firmware it has you download when you connect to the Internet. Um uh, things that are, uh, but as far as like downloading or playing a, a Vita game or a PS1 Classic or uh, any of the software that doesn't require Vita-specific uh, hardware like a microphone or camera, seems to work just fine. It's just on your screen, uh, on your big screen. Uh, there is a little bit of uh, fidelity loss just because that OMLED screen is ridiculously gorgeous and smaller than your TV, so... Uh, you, you do lose a little bit visually there. Um, the part <clears throat> about it that has me a little bit frustrated is, one, it seems like the Wi-Fi antenna on it is kind of weak. Um, it just doesn't seem like 
it's getting the same level strength of connection that the Vita is in the same location. Uh, and so far, I have uh, had very, very, very little luck getting the uh, PS4 remote play, which is the main reason I bought it, uh, to function well. So uh, I haven't gotten a chance to dig into it much and figure out if it's an issue with the device itself or if I have some setting on my router that's uh, messing me up or, or what it is. But um, that's been a little bit frustrating so far, but overall it's been fine. <coughs> uh, so playing, yeah, that's a bit... Oh, I've started playing uh, Star Wars Commander on my phone, which is... Uh, uh, RTS type game, uh, but uh, in the thrill of something like uh, Age of Empires or or something like that. Uh, but it's got all of the phone, mobile, microtransaction trappings and stuff like that too. So inevitably, I'll hit a wall where it's impossible to proceed without play paying, and I'll stop playing. But uh, the first few parts of it have been fine. Uh, so that's been fun. I haven't done an RTS thing like that in a while. So, uh, but as far as playing, that's about it. Uh, one of those things you can play single player though, or do you have to, like, do you have to have like you know like a whole bunch of? I I haven't gotten to that point yet. So far, I'm just doing the single player missions. There's I don't know how many of them. I think I'm on like chapter four now. Uh, so there's a handful of missions to each chapter. Uh, some of them are defend the base. Some of them are collect so much of a resource. Some of them are uh, go attack these things. So it's fairly standard RTS fare. Um, but they're small, right? It's a mobile game, so it's it's designed to be the missions aren't. It's not like firing up a gauge of Age of Empires and 18 hours later, you know, there still isn't a clear victor to the game. Uh, you know, they're small, quick. You know, five minutes or oh no, they're timed. So I think like the long timed mission I've seen is like two and a half minutes and I've had no problem in clearing them in much less than the, the time I required. can't commit to that much kind of dedication I know two and a half minutes that's pretty that's pretty hefty but it's a lot for me you know most of them have been less than two minutes though so you know it, it might be okay now you're talking save the longer ones for the weekend you know when you're traveling and stuck in traffic or something um, let's see, as far as field? yeah, actually, I just finished it, uh, and yeah. <laughs> my lord, um, yeah, I I really that that show, yeah, uh, that there, there is, I, I almost it's going a completely different direction than I thought it was going to go in. Yeah, but it's an awesome direction. Yeah, no, it is very much so. I'm I'm very impressed. So it's, I, so it's keeping up. It's still good. I'm like three episodes oh, yeah. behind. So like I, I really have to catch up. So you watched the first episode? Is that all you've done? Is yeah, watch the first episode? That's what I'm gathering there too, right? Yeah, I totally. That's it. Which <laughs> which show? I didn't hear which show. Agents yet. of Shield, Marvel's oh, Agents of. Yeah, I, I haven't seen the most recent one, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah, I it, I it's it's with where they're going and what they're doing. I'm trying to think. 2018 episodes down the road, where are we going to be? And I can't even venture a solid guess. Well, and yeah. how much do you think they're going to have it connect with the movies? Well, it's got to. You know, yeah. it's got yeah. to lead up to, you know, Avengers 3. And yeah. Is that, what's the next one? Is it Ant-Man or, no, it's... 
What is the next movie? The next movie would be... Let's see. Avengers 3, yeah. isn't it? Is it, is it Avengers um, 3? No, I think it's Ant-Man. It might be Ant-Man. I think well, Ant-Man there's a precedent the for movie. connecting to Winter Soldier, so I can't see why they wouldn't connect to the movies. Yeah, because that Thor tie-in was really good. Yeah. yeah the Thor really tie-in no, wasn't <laughs> was horrible. That was bad, but... Uh, <laughs> It was fantastic. It, it, it was completely uh, unnecessary, but it did tie into a later episode, which was much better. So I, I'm completely fine with. That's that. why I said Winter Soldier, not Thor. <laughs> yeah, but without the Thor episode, we wouldn't have had Lady Sif. So on Shield, so I, I'm, I'm okay with it. I, I'm pretty point. sure that that without doing any spoilers, I've cracked the code of what all that stuff is that they're trying to read. They're making Warlock the mutant. Wait, 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 no, shut up. Yeah, no, they're totally no, they're not. They're totally not, but... No. Hey, I, 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 I just... just face right now. Not, not, <laughs> not, so to, not to uh, rub it in anybody's face, but Age of Ultron but, is the next Marvel movie. Is it? May okay. 1st, May 1st, and then uh, Ant-Man nah. is in July. Really? So, Age of Ultron closes out Phase 2 then, and then they start on Correct. Phase 3 with Ant-Man. Yep. Yeah, that's why I wasn't sure, because I thought Ant-Man was a Phase 3, but they could have shifted it. Then Captain America 3 is the next MCU movie Captain America 3 uh, Civil War, as we found out. Yeah, Captain America 3, i.e. Iron Man 4, apparently. (laughs) I don't think he'll be in it that much. I think they'll they'll keep his play in it. No. Screen time as minimum as possible. No, that is going to be a shared movie, I'm telling you right now. The the leading title awesome. right now is Winter Soldier Fallen Sun. So read into that what you will. But uh, I, thought, I thought the title was Iron Man and maybe Captain America. <laughs> In like really little letters. Iron like Man and Galaga guy. Eight point font right down at the bottom down there. <laughs> uh there was talk of Spider-Man finally joining, like, the Marvel Universe movies. So has there been any more info on that? I only saw it as possible talks, like, it may be happening, but has anything else happened It's just that blurb. Disney's basically going to have to just, like, you know, roll out the bankroll. The, the, as, the, you know, as if they can't afford it, but... The, the last things that I, that I saw from insiders was, yes, they want to do it, um, but probably not until 2020 and beyond. They, you can tell they wanted to do it because when they released that uh, comic-style cover for uh, Civil War tie-in thing that they're talking about doing, it had Spider-Man between Iron Man and Thor, or Iron Man and Captain America, which was part of the original Civil War story. But Well, and if um, they're going to do Civil War, they... If they're going to do Civil War in the cinematic universe, they need to have Spidey. So they got to have some type of grounding character, right? That and if Disney Infinity is any indicator, um, they have Spider-Man in that set. So I mean, but they have they have the, it's based off of the Ultimate Spider-Man TV show, which is on XD. So that's the weirdness of it, right? The only license, the only, they they own the Marvel Marvel Disney whoever owns the rights to doing animated stuff, 
but movie rights belong to Sony or something like that. Yeah, There's some the... weird split of the rights. Maybe we could have a CG Has there been any talk of approaching Fox about getting the X-Men? <laughs> nope. Fox is not giving that up. Fox is not giving that up. Fox is like, Fox is like, they got that long lockdown. <laughs> Fox yeah, is like, I haven't heard anything, and I, I doubt it. That would be if you, if would you be want wild. it. You can, you can, you can try. There. Oh my God! How much money would that take? Oh, it would take now a that, lot of money, and now that Days like, of Future Past was actually a good movie, right. it was it actually good, it was office. actually successful, too. So. Yes, that's exactly well, it. Right. Um, as far as Disney goes, uh, Spider-Man exactly. would be a better spending of money than the X-Men to try and bring oh, yeah. them into the universe. Hmm. Yeah, they've, they've already got a path for mutants now anyway. They've got a workaround, so... Yeah, miracles. Miracles, yeah. <laughs> They're they're all they're all well in the ultimate comic universe they were mutants were created by the U.S. government so having them created by Hydra is just a slight variation on that. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I really did this week was uh, so far I'm behind on all the TV shows I haven't watched the Arrow premiere I haven't watched Flash, uh, but I did catch this last week's episode of Doctor Who. Um, again, completely void of a Stephen Moffat on the script, which was good. And, uh, yeah, I, I liked it. Um, ah, God, I can't even say what I want to say because saying it... Let's just say the very opening sequence surprised me because of the way that they had set things up. They they did a very good job of, of fooling me on in a certain aspect, and I, I appreciated it. So, um, All I can cool. think of is Spaceballs fooled you. <laughs> Basically, yes. I was like, for the oldest trick in the book." <laughs> it's like, no, they, they, that, that can't. What, what? That, oh, they, oh, you dirty sons of guns! You totally <laughs> got me. It's like good okay, will so, always lose because good is dumb. Good <laughs> will always win because good is dumb. So, uh, so yeah, other than that, I think that's about it. Joe, hi. I sorry, I'm late. It has been a fortnight. <laughs> it has all. been. Four fortnights. Yeah, it has been four fortnights. Tell us what kind of shenanigans and video games you've been up to. Um, well, uh, we'll just go back as far as this week, the last fortnight. Um, I was I started playing uh, the uh, the uh, da, 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 the Alien Isolation. I've only been I'm only about maybe an hour or two into that, and I really like it. Um, they really managed to capture the essence of the 1970s classic. Um, it feels like you are on the Nostromo, even though you are not on the Nostromo at all. Um, holy crap, that's a big glass you've got there. It's a water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your head just disappeared for a second. Yeah, it's a water bottle. Alcohol, <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> I'd be passed out right now. I was just looking. I was looking past my, my screen, and then I looked down. No and one, your, your face no was gone. It was just this big thing right in the screen. No wonder Kate has all the time to watch movies. She starts drinking a pitcher of tequila first thing in the morning. <laughs> Good night. That's huge. We don't she's have not, problems in Canada. We're all alcoholics. <laughs> um, and then uh, I just and then I put a little bit more time into uh, Shadows of Mordor, or Mordor by Death, we'll call it. Eh, funny. <laughs> the, more, uh, the, the best Assassin's Creed ever made. I Assassin know. Mordor. It's, it's, 
it is really, really fun. Um, the two games that just came out of nowhere, and I was not ex- they weren't even on my radar, and all of a sudden I read some good reviews, and I played them for myself, and holy crap, I am really pleasantly surprised. And then I'm pissed because these are two games that weren't on my list, and so <laughs> now I have to squeeze as much time into these as I can before all the rest of the junk comes out, and... There's too much stuff. Um, and then, so yeah, uh, Mordor is awesome. It's like the combat of Batman meets um, the open worldiness of uh, Elder Scrolls just without all the lush stuff. It's just wide open fields. There's not a, there's not a whole heck of a lot going on. But Mordor's not known for its arboretums. No, 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 no. There are, now, there are some areas that are more lush and woody and everything like that, but I mean, for the most part, um, it's, you know, it's you're pretty much doing a lot of stuff right around uh, Mount Doom and a lot of the other uh, locales and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was... Or I, I like it. I am continuing to play it. I'll probably uh, put, put a lot of... Uh, put some work into that. Um, I bought X-Men, so I'm going to watch that later on this week. And then... Um, uh, whatchamacallit, Arrow Season 2 popped up on Netflix, so I've been binge-watching that. Um, I was the guy that was just like, I do not care about this. I got over ten seasons of Smallville, and I was like, I've had enough superheroiness, and so I'm good. And then I've had like 20 people tell me, why aren't you watching Arrow? And then I sat down and I watched the first season, and now second season, and it's really, really good. I can't say the same for Flash, though. I am not enjoying Flash at all. I watched... Uh, really? Uh, I'm, I'm not a fan. I, Did I don't you watch like... the, seven, the second episode? I did the watch that, the second episode. Is it horrible? No, the, the, the one from yesterday. Or I yeah, watched yesterday, it yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Yes. yeah, I didn't. I thought it was ridiculous. It was kind of silly. It was like, oh, here, have a protein bar. Oh, burr, burr, burr. Really? I, I, I don't like the guy that they got to play Flash. I just he just doesn't. What? Need, I well, see. I'm still waiting for him to throw glass in Kurt's eyes and temporarily blind him. But that's that's <laughs> ugly. Go and I will be able to share. <laughs> But, yeah. I kind of wish. Look, I agree. I kind of wish they kind of got Michael Rosenbaum for it because how cool would that have been? That would have been kind of cool. It would have been kind of awesome. Isn't he kind of old now, though? You like, shut up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he will. No, I, I don't mind him so much. I think he's not that good. That so that's what? like a Beverly Hills 90210 casting. Like a forty-year-old as a teenager. <laughs> yes. Doesn't matter. It doesn't need to be a teenager. Is my point. Yeah. So, so Joe, do you do you you did not get kind of a? I thought last. I thought yesterday's episode, without any spoilers whatsoever, had a very, a lot of Matrixy effects vibe kind of going on. Um, and I thought I thought that it was interesting. Not the best episode ever, but I thought it was interesting for the development of the character and I'm pretty sure I suddenly am convinced that I know who the professor is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's only one person it can be now. Booster right. Gold. It, no, it's not Booster Gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the very last part of the second episode totally sealed that it was Booster Gold. <laughs> yeah, I know. So yeah, did, you finally, so you, did you watch all of this the second episode, Dave? Oh, yeah. Oh, Dave oh, hasn't... The show that you actually watched? No, da- Dave hasn't watched it at all. 
No, no, no. I'm, yeah, I'm watch, the set, watch the very last scene of the second episode, and you'll, then you'll be like, oh, it's totally booster gold. <laughs> yeah, not so much. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, go. Um, what else did you watch? I'm sorry. Oh, that's it. That's it. I've just been doing a lot of work, so I've, I've uh, that's really all I've had time to mess around with. I've, I've been, uh, I've been playing a little bit of Diablo after the the new patch went up. Um, so that's actually been kind of fun getting back into that and um, kind of crazy. I, uh, I, uh, I put it up on Facebook the other day, but I don't have any of the materials for it. But I got into Whimsy Shire and I was killing <laughs> nice. unicorns and. Um, yeah, it's kind of neat. I, I'm, I, I love that dang game. Oh my god, I want to marry it. Mm. Anyway. So, since we haven't seen you for so long, this will lead into one of my things that I have to talk about, but, um, have you, uh, played Destiny, and what are you thinking about? Um, I've been playing it a little bit. Um, I, I, I'm not as, I mean, if we're doing like a, you know, uh, I don't know. I I mean, I, I like it. I, I really do. And I, and I like all the stuff that they're doing after the fact. I mean, like this whole thing now with the haunted loot, uh, loot cave, I think is pretty, pretty funny and clever. Um, you know, I mean, Bungie, if nothing else, is always keenly aware of their audience. Um, and so for them to be putting stuff like that in on the fly um, to kind of tease the audience and let them know that they're they're paying attention. I think it's pretty awesome. Um, in terms of just, I, I kind of got burned out. I mean, I think I, I burnt the fire really hot um, mm-hmm. like that first week or two. And, um, and so I've kind of you know, I, I I kind of put it on moratorium for a few minutes so I could get to other stuff. Um, but you know, it's one of those games that luckily you can always go back to because, you know, it's completely devoid of any story whatsoever. So it's just easy to pick up and just shoot stuff. Um, so, um, so yeah, so I don't... The, the other two questions I have is, did you get into the Bloodborne Alpha? Um, no, I haven't got into the Bloodborne Alpha. Okay. And then um, I, I have... I have played it though. Oh, okay. So why don't you share what you think about that? Um, it is awesome. <laughs> um, no, it's it's really cool. What's um, the Bloodborne? Uh, it's the the Dark Souls. Um, yeah. PS Souls. yeah PS 4s Dark Souls. That's why I never heard of it. Sorry. <laughs> Um, no, it's it's really cool. I mean, for someone like myself, Dark Souls was one of those games that um, infuriated me. Um, it's the only game that I've ever played where I have gotten so angry um, that I have tossed a controller um, in, in fits of rage. Um, and, it, and so when I heard about Bloodborne, I was kind of like, mm. um, but having watched some videos... Put my put my hands on the controller for it. Um, I'm I'm pretty. I, I I think I could get into this. I really do because it's got. It, it gives you the sense that. Um, it gives you the illusion that you have control. Um, I think would be the best way to put it. You you um, there's it's definitely still challenging, but you having this gigantic sword or axe 
and you know having a gun for crowd control and stuff like that, um, you actually get the feeling that you are the master of your destiny. Um, but if you don't know how to master your weapons, you are owned, and that's that. And so, um, it's a, to me, it's a little bit more approachable than Dark Souls is. I mean, it's still going to be. Uh, there's still going to be a lot of infuriating moments I'm having. I'm going to have with it, but I, I, I think I, this one's a little bit more approachable to me than than say Dark Souls would be. And then, last but not least, is uh, did you happen to get into the crew beta? No, I didn't get into the crew beta. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> happened. How is that? Um, it was actually a lot of fun. The graphics were not. Uh, all that. The graphics did not seem necessarily extra special, shiny, and good. Um, but the gameplay was fun. The customization of the cars was interesting because to do each type of customization, like if you want better wheels, you've got to do a mini game where you drive between gates and the gates get smaller and smaller and it's as many as you can get through on a course. Um, or if you want better turning, uh, you better suspension for better turning, you have to do slaloms between different gates down a preset course. And uh, the, the more parts you get, then the better and faster you can do at these time trials, which gets you better parts and in turn raises the stats on your car, etc. Um, it's got a story. It's a little cliche, but it's good. Um, and... Um, so it's you know, nothing like people... Forza, then, or Drive Club, then. No, no, nothing okay. like those games. Okay, it's it's more of a a car. I would say it's more of a car PG. You know, it's ah. <laughs> it, like it's that. literally a driving RPG. Um, but what's interesting about it is that you can form a crew <clears throat> with uh, people, and then. Like, if I'm ready to go do the next story mission, I can automatically broadcast that to my crew. They can all accept or deny, and everybody that jumps in, now instead of... We're all still kind of racing for... Instead of racing against each other, we're now racing for the first place slot, which will give everybody upgrades. So now we're basically all competing against the same thing versus the, the best possible time, as opposed to competing versus each other. So theoretically, if you have the best car, your your people in your crew uh, would protect you so that you could get first place. Or, or better yet, let's say that 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 um, I've been playing a lot, and you've been playing a lot, but Dave, because he never logs onto the PSN and plays multiplayer games. <laughs> now, keep in mind this is just a hypothetical, totally you know, hypothetical. Thing. Totally hypothetical. It's going to get better. I swear it's going to get better. No, so let's didn't. say Dave never gets on, um, and Matt's, Matt's gotten on a little bit less than us. And we're, we're yeah, going... This is a totally made-up scenario. Right. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so, and I don't even have the game. Right. Exactly. Well, you know, it's not coming out on PS3. So there, there's that. But um, let's just say that, that we are in this crew, and we do this story mission... What's basically going to end up happening is now instead of Dave racing against other people or doing it solo, he is racing against us, but what we're all really doing is trying to beat whatever the gold standard is. Ah, gotcha. I see. So Dave could elect to just grab the local people in his server 
and play against them, but then he's actually competing against them. Whereas if he takes his crew, now we're competing against the gold standard rather than all of us. Ah, okay. Well, that sounds and cool. And it's nothing like Drive Club because you can actually play it. It got delayed to December now uh, so that they could do a second beta. Um, and, and, you know, Matt and I were talking about this and, and then other people and I have been talking about it. And I, although I'm not necessarily in agreement that they should delay the game further just to have another beta. Unlike Drive Club, they're at least having a beta. And, you know, testing server issues before the game launches, etc., etc. Uh, hence, we still have no Drive Club PlayStation Plus version. And even if we did, I doubt we'd be talking about it a whole lot. So, um, that's, that's something that I've been playing. Of course, uh, I have been playing also... Destiny, and uh, you will notice that I am indeed playing on my PS Vita. Uh, again, thousands of miles from my home PS4. Works out very well. I wouldn't recommend, you know... And you'll notice I just died from a spider bite. <laughs> what are you playing? He's playing Spelunky. Dan, I'm dying a lot. <clears throat> so, um, there's that. Uh, I did watch Flash. I also watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and... I also caught up on all of the season four episodes of Storage Wars. <laughs> because money owns this town. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. And um, I'm going to have that stupid song in my head now. That yeah, really just happened? Or am I imagining stuff? Nope. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, and all I know is Spelunky is not to be played drunky. <laughs> Copyright, patent pending. That's yeah, that's true. Let's put that on a box. Put it on the box. <laughs> um, and I am counting the days now. The next upcoming games on my list, I think, are Lords of the Fallen. Um, and but I think we've got a little time. I don't think that comes out till end of October. Joe, do you remember? Yeah, I think it's end of October. Uh, is it October or November? What is Lords of the Fallen? Because I, I think my next game is uh, Lego Batman 3. Oh my god, yes. Holy yeah, so that, that actually yeah. gets into some of the news that we've not talked yes. about with Kevin Smith uh, and Adam West being both themselves, and then Adam West, West yeah. also reprising 60s Batman. Yeah. As well as uh, Conan O'Brien being the narrator. Yourself, for man. Uh, Conan O'Brien being the narrator for the game. How awesome is that? Seriously. Yeah, that's gonna be phenomenal. Like, um, like I cannot wait for this game so bad right now. Yeah, the amount of voice talent in that game is just absolutely ridiculous. With their, I, I can't even believe how many people they're putting into that game. And of course, no game would be complete without Nolan North and uh, yeah, what's his bucket? Troy Baker. Yeah, Troy Baker. Yeah. doing like a hundred different things. But well, they even got Stephen Amell to do Green Arrow. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Stephen Amell got is in is is Green Arrow. Yeah, and it's bet. amazing that they took like you know like the Lego games start off as like all pantomime stuff. Like they remember the original Lego yeah. Star Wars games. It was all pantomime. It was awesome. And when they first added voice to it, I was pissed. Yeah. I was I was really pissed at first, but then they had Tom Clancy as Lex Luthor, so I was just like, <laughs> oh, I'm not as pissed anymore. And now this, like everything they're doing with this game, is just like 
They're just making it for me. Like <laughs> Tom, Tom Clancy or Clancy Brown? Clancy Brown. Tom Clancy. <laughs> Tom Clancy. Tom like, Clancy. You got excited about a suspense author voicing Lex Luthor. I'm sorry, Clancy Brown. You know I love you, babe. The, uh... it'd, be funny, it'd be funny if Tom Clancy did do the voice because he soon as he opened his mouth, it would just be like airplane and ship specifications. <laughs> <laughs> It would not be funny if Tom Clancy did the voice because Tom Clancy is dead. And that is <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> and speaking of... Yeah, he's dead. Oh, yeah, he died. Uh, speaking of dead, I also watched the series premiere of The Walking Dead. Oh, okay. And, uh, wow. Oh, my God. Best season premiere of just about any show ever. Um, that, that was one hell of a... Of an episode. Can we talk about the thing with the stuff and the people? <laughs> no. no we I haven't watched it yet. Shut your dirty spoiler. No, no we cannot. I think technically I, you can. The rule of spoilers is no, two days for a TV show. Negative. And so um, I will say that what surprised me the most is that this is probably the most amount of story we've gotten in a single episode. There's more story in the opening episode of season five than probably the last four or five ep- episodes of season four. And the little yeah. stinger or at the end. Of season two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god, I hate it too. Well, I, I read something the other day, and I forget where I read it. Maybe it was in a newspaper or uh, on the internet or something. I don't know. They were talking to the I, news. It was the. It's they write it under this on sheets. All the news comes on sheets. It's it's bizarre. It's such a liar. You don't even have a newspaper. <laughs> I don't even know what it, who does where to even get a newspaper. But uh, anyway, they were saying that they wanted to. They uh, apparently, uh, you know, going into the season, they were un- people were under the impression they were going to spend tons of time in Terminus, and uh, the, the 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 directors uh, were. Wanting to remedy people's assumptions of what was going to happen this season. Yeah, well, so, I agree. Now that. I know what's going to happen the whole episode. Thanks. <laughs> no, you, you don't trust me. Um, October twenty eighth for Lords of the Fallen. By the way. Yeah, there you go. End of October. So, be, reeling it back just a little bit, Mark. Did you end up getting into the Bloodborne beta then? I didn't, or the Alpha. Uh, I or did alpha, yeah, not. Yeah. However, we did have somebody from the site who did. Oh, okay. Uh, originally, apparently, then this is a rumor, but it seems to be mostly substantiated. Apparently, only people who platinumed one or two in a somewhat decent amount of times were the ones that got invited to the alpha. And even though I have logged a ton of time on both games, I did not platinum either because I, A, have a life, and B, have a life. <laughs> C, D, E, F, and G. Have employment. Have life, yeah. you pay yes, employment and responsibilities. And yes, uh, so that that was uh, not something that I ever did. However, this person who is writing something up for the site did actually do those things, and so uh, that seems to be a corroborating uh, statement. So I'm very much looking forward to it. I love the Souls games, and I think this might make it more approachable so that somebody like Matt or Dave might actually give it a try and yeah. be pleased with it, but I know they're going to be do it do so. They're going to play the whatever demo they put out begrudgingly, but 
hopefully it'll still be enough to get them hooked. Yeah. Okay, that was... Don't put a bomb on the Cali thing. That was bad. <laughs> yeah, don't wow. bomb California. That was that a lot That would be a bad thing. That was a lot of spiders that just came after my ass. Wow. All right, so... I want to go back uh, to uh, Walking Dead for a second. It's yes, just, please. I have a very love-hate relationship with that show because it's so inconsistent where they'll have, like... Sunday's episode was just like, boom. Awesome. But then they'll have entire seasons where you're just like, oh, just cancel this show. And no, it's they, they won't hard cancel for me to show. love they it couldn't. because it's so like, like, you know, like a heart rate graph in terms of like quality. It's good, bad, good, bad, good, bad. Well, I don't think any of it's been bad. It's been slow. I, it's been slow in some spots, but I don't. Two was bad. Season two was bad. I think everything with Andrea was bad. Wait, everything what? with Lori was bad. Everything with Carl is bad. Coral. Oh, which, by the way, have you guys seen that bad lip reading thing? Yes. With, uh, yes. 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 We have. My favorite. My favorite are the like the bad dad jokes. Where he's just like, where he's yes. coral. Yes, I tears every single time. Oh that my is God. the best meme ever on the internet. It is. It's fantastic. And then Carl, Carl Papa. Carl is my, Papa. Yes. He yes. is. That is my ringtone right now for everything. <laughs> I, I freaking love that song. La jiggy jar jar do. <laughs> oh my God. So funny. Anyway. Yes, no, I agree. Um, I, I love bad lip lip sync reading. Uh, that's the best. But um, yeah, I, I I think that uh, we're gonna see a strong season from them. And at first, I wasn't sure who the reveal at the end was, but then I I went online and read what it was, and I thought it was one thing, but it turned from the comics, but it turned out to be something from the series, which made me a little disappointed. So. And uh, well, it, season one came out for PS4 this week. Of Walking Dead? Of Telltale. Oh, right, right, right. Telltale. Wow. <laughs> Switch gears. Sorry. Well, it's <laughs> really... Yeah, uh, season one, and I think season two comes out this week, if I remember right. Uh, it's next week. It's, it's, it's next the 21st. Week? Yeah, it's okay. the 21st. Uh, and then also Wolf Among Us comes out next week as well, if I remember right. Yeah, uh, I believe so. For PS4 uh, and Xbox One as well. Yeah. Uh, and then also this week was the Walking Dead pinball table oh. from Zen Studios. That's cool. Um, was it the? Did they do the South Park no, one this week? No, too? I'm sorry. This week was South Park, and last week was Walking Dead. Oh, okay. Well, I should probably go yeah. check those out. Yep. So there is that to look forward to as well. Um, There's a lot of stuff that dropped this week. Uh, this past week was huge. Tons of stuff on the. Uh, on the marketplace and on Xbox Live and stuff. There's a oh oh really... that Duck Dynasty game that had like the quickest turnaround ever is in the store already. I saw that it on came the out shelf. this week. Yeah, yeah, I know. I saw it on the shelf and I started like just thinking of the podcast. I just started laughing when I was in line. Like, uh, announced like two weeks ago and it's out yeah. now. Yep. <laughs> Fastest. That's what I laughed. That that's gonna be quality, folks. Just <laughs> well. I, I checked out the back of the box, and the back of the box uh, says "amazing." I and I'm and I'm I'm paraphrasing here, so don't quote me on this. But uh, things like 
Uh, there's a um, there it, it, basically the picture box out that they had. It was like a picture of whatever, whoever they are. I don't. I yeah, never seen anything about. But it, it looked like duck hunt, but with hillbillies. Um, there were like a bunch of guys standing in the foreground, and then there were birds all over the, in the background. And apparently, you move the stick around to shoot the ducks and stuff. And then apparently, one of the guys makes witty comments all the time. And so there's a whole section where you can just hear the hillbilly make witty comments or talk about how he doesn't like gay marriage and stuff like that. And I don't know. It's it's going to be a quality game, though. Yeah, I, I'm interested to, to not play that and see, especially with all the other games coming out here shortly. Um, so I thought we'd take a moment to talk about our most anticipated games remaining in 2014. Um Joe, I know you've got quite the list, so we'll give the others a moment. Why don't we start with you? Um, I, I don't know. I'm a sucker for just about everything. So, yeah, I mean, uh, Far Cry. Far Cry is probably at the top of my list. I loved Far Cry uh, 2 and so and Blood Dragon. Um, so, yeah, Far Cry is probably at the top of my list. And then I'm really curious to see what's going on with Assassin's Creed. I really want to play Assassin's Creed pretty bad. Um, and then... What else? Um, has Fantasia come out yet? That actually, the demo is now available, and let me tell you, if you've not been tracking that game and you actually own a Connect powered, this is this is that game. I mean, I, I uh, what was it? Not last year, but the year before last at E3, um, I I sat in and on. On one of the panels for it, and then I and then I went to their booth and watched a little bit on it, and that was one of those things where I sat there and I was like, "This is why, this is why the connect is the connect. I this is something that could get me to believe in what the connect can do." Um, it was really phenomenal the stuff that they were doing, and so I've been kind of monitoring what what uh, fan, Disney Fantasia has been doing, and. I uh, yeah, I'm pretty stoked about that. Plus, I'm a big music nerd. I love I love uh, remixes and stuff like that. And so, seeing what they can do with like a pop piece and a classical piece, and then meld it in, you know, take a classical piece and meld it into like you know a techno remix or something like that, just by you know moving your hands around and stuff like that, and then seeing a visual representation of all that, I love it. Plus, I, I love Fantasia too. So, um, and then. Um, Gosh, I don't know. That's, well, so just yeah, one other quick thing on Fantasia. Uh, I believe it was either Joystick or Kotaku actually managed to um, get their hands on the game, and they actually showed a full remix of, uh, of, of taking one of the different things and, and doing the remix. And it's amazing. I mean, mm -hmm. watching it is, is fantastic as well as listening to the way that changes. So that drops on the 21st on the 360 and Xbox One. Very cool. October 21st, so. What else, Joe? Um, oh, Dragon Age. <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah. I, I managed to get in on the, uh, the GameStop um, Super Uber Dragon chest edition or whatever. I um, hate you. I, uh, 
I am so excited for that game. <laughs> in a year, in a year where we don't have an Elder Scrolls game, um, this is going to fill that void for me quite well. From what I, from everything that I've been seeing, I'm, and it looks like it's a return back to the quality that I expect from Dragon Age in terms of storytelling, environment, and stuff like that. I'm, I'm very, very intrigued and excited about that game. That's probably the one I'm most excited about is this year. Um, Little Big Planet as well. Um, I'm really Ooh. excited about Little Big Planet 3. Um, they're doing some really cool stuff with that. Um, and we haven't really talked a whole lot about that, so let's take a moment. Um, one of the things that they've, they've done, I just like watched a very in-depth... Uh, kind of behind closed doors um, video about it is they are actually giving you tools so that you can do first person horror. Yeah. In Little Big Planet, um, you can actually create first person games uh, within the engine, and people are already creating horror games as well as first person shooters in Little Big Planet Three. It blows my mind. Yeah, I mean, I I think for the money, Little Big Planet Three is probably like the absolute best value in gaming this year. Um, for fifty nine dollars, you get not only this pretty large, you know, uh, platformer, but then on top of that, you get access to all nine million user created levels uh, from Little Big Planet Two and Little Big Planet One, um, and you can br- if you've created any old levels, you can bring those over and then using Little Big Planet 3's um, tools, you can edit and stuff like that. I mean, there's there's a lot of cool stuff going on in that game, and uh, the demo that has been, I, I think, uh, at some of the game stores, uh, the demo is on the, the interactives or whatever. It's really cute. It's adorable. One of Even the things my dad that... thinks that game is cute. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, one of the things that I'm really excited about that game for is they've really refined the user interface process to where you no longer have to switch to create mode to do things. Be playing through your own level, and on the fly, just pull up the editor and actually start editing things while you're going through, rather than having to switch out and load create mode and then load up your tools and do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see how the, how all that plays out, but that seems like a step in the right direction. Yeah. But that, that's probably my hot list. That's that's probably the ones that I'm looking forward to the most. Matt, how about you? Just going down the list. You woke him up. <laughs> Sorry, I was on mute, and I was on a different screen because I you know, don't know what's coming out the rest of this year. Um, <clears throat> but uh, the only thing I saw, if I buy anything the rest of this year, because I'll be honest, I have got so much crud to play through. Um, I would get Lego Batman 3, but one of my my, uh, my dirty little secrets is I've never actually finished the first two. <laughs> so I would feel like I'd have to go back and, and at least play through those before I did 3, which means 3 will be a discount title by the time I get to it. Um, but uh, Dragon Age, oh, if I get anything, it'll be Dragon Age. Um, I've not played the first two which normally would drive me absolutely bat-loving crazy to uh, jump into the third of a series. But, yeah, yeah, this and Batman. You'll be all right. That's so far after the first two that you're you're fine. Seems like it's pretty well separated. So I I didn't play, I hadn't played an Elder Scrolls till Skyrim, so uh, I survived that. 
Um, but uh, that that's probably the only one I could see me picking up. Um, I you know Sing Stars on the list, which will but but that's a free download. I know we'll get that because uh, my daughter um, and the kids still haven't decided if they want to get uh, Skylanders or Marvel Infinity or neither. So I don't know if that'll end up showing up. <laughs> Hulk says Infinity. <laughs> I don't know if either of those will end up showing up by the end of the year or not. So, uh, so then, Kate, what about you? Well, I would say Dragon Age 2. I'm a huge fan of that series, but um, I don't know if I'm going to purchase any new games until I get a PS4. I'm hoping end of December, maybe the end of January, there probably is going to be some sort of holiday sale and I can use, like, a whole month's money just buy a PS4, because by then, my convention will be over, and the money that's been tied up in that for, like, six months will be done. So I'm hoping to get a PS4 before I get any more new games, because I do have a huge backlog of games I have to play, but maybe Kingdom Hearts 2.5 Remix, um, just because it's, like, a PS3 thing, so um, I might pick up that. I still have to pick up... 1.5. I mean, because uh, everywhere video game my store I go to, it's sold out like, all the time. So I might have to end up getting it on eBay. Um, but yeah, so maybe Kingdom Hearts 2.5. I do want to get um, Dragon Age, but I think the Evil Within might be my last new game for the PS3 that I purchased, and my money will be focused on trying to get a PS4. Cool, Dave. Um, as far as looking forward to? Yes, before um, the end of the year. A little bit planned all the way. Um, that is supposed to be coming before the end of the year, correct? Or is that, did that slip? Yes. So, yeah, I'm sticking with that. Well, um, I will, I will, or do you have others, or is that your only one? That's my main one. Um, I, I just love that game so much. I'm, I'm more, most excited to, to, for the music. Um, those games... They have great music. You have great music. They just have fantastic soundtracks in those games, and I really hope they continue with that uh, for the new console version. Because um, that would be great. Um, the, uh, oh, go ahead. Hmm? No, go I'm ahead. just really looking forward to see what people do with all the the new tool sets and everything. Um, yeah, it's just that's the one I'm really looking forward to. Uh, everybody in the Destiny Gamers Ledge clan is saying that their number one most anticipated game is Dragon Age Origins, uh, mainly because it will have a multiplayer mode that is similar to Mass Effect 3's multiplayer mode. Um, so I'm looking forward to playing that with everybody. Um, Far Cry is definitely on my list. And then, you know, it's been quite a while, but... WWE 2K15 is kind of calling me uh, with all of the enhancements that 2K has made to the game. I'm kind of feeling the pull back in. And it should be known that I don't keep any of the WWE wrestlers because WWE wrestling is craptastic. But in video games, you can make them actually wrestle like Ring of Honor and other promotions that are good. <laughs> And so that's what I end up doing. I create the old ECW, the WCW, the old WWE and Ring of Honor. It was the WWF. And, yes, it was the WWF. And I create Dragon's Gate and do all that and 
because of crowdsourcing now for the creator wrestler uh, making those, you don't have to do it yourself for all of them. You can just co concentrate on doing one nice one and then download everybody else you need for every roster you're ever going to make. Um, so that's that's got a huge pull on me at the moment. Um, Binding of Isaac Rebirth is, you know, it's one of those uh, indie games, but it looks so out there and weird, I really want to play it. Um, and if you don't know anything about that, you play as a, a basically a young boy whose mother wants to kill him, and he's got to escape. And that's really weird, and I really want to... That's up my alley. Yeah, it's... it's Little Big Planet 3, I'm also looking forward to. <laughs> <laughs> One extreme to the other. Switching. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then there's there's Grand Theft Auto 5, man. I For PS4, I want to know what the changes are going to be. I, I'm still really back and forth about whether I'm going to buy it or not, but it's definitely going to be a huge impact on the marketplace. Well, and I, I think, I feel like... Uh... I'm ready to get involved with the, the online because uh, with three, I, I mean, I, I played it on Xbox, I played it on PlayStation, and I just could never get into the multiplayer. But I don't know uh, what next gen has done to me, but I actually have been finding myself playing a lot more co-op and online and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of excited to get back into and give give the multiplayer another try. I think I, I could really see myself getting into the multiplayer this time. Um, the, the, uh, the last one that I can really think of is not something that anybody's really talking about, but it is coming to next-gen consoles in November. I, I'm not the person for this game, but I'm excited that it's coming out, and that's Project Cars. It is a super hardcore racing sim uh, that's out for PC. It's been in beta, but it's coming with its official launch to Xbox One, PS4, and then PC in November. And it's an open-sourced racing simulation that people have spent tons of time on to get the car details and handling as realistic as possible. I do not like sim drivers, but I think this could be one of those things that sneaks in under everybody's radar and you know might deliver the sim kind of experience that people are looking for in lieu of a Gran Turismo not being out this year. Um, I think that's everything till you know wrapped up till the end of the year that I'm looking forward to. I mean, I'm really looking for, you know, what you were saying, Joe, I've kind of always, gaming for me has been a social experience. It's playing online with Matt. It's playing online with Dave whenever he's done it the one time that we've played something together online. Um, you know, so as we move forward in games like Destiny and Diablo and uh, Dragon Age, you know, people look at Dragon Age and say, well, do we really need a multiplayer? I think think there's an inherent value in that because it seems like we're moving more and more towards social gaming in the industry as a whole. And I don't know that that's necessarily, that that's a necessity, but that seems to be what it is at the moment. And I think that there's something to be said about playing with your friends. Well, well and, 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 and I'm really impressed though with the way, and I, and I think the reason we're it's doing that. I think the reason that it's happening is because we're finally getting away from, you know, the the faux hawk McDude bro uh, 
you know, Deathmatch, King of the Hill, Capture the Flag, that stuff has all been so played out. Um, it's more about playing together rather than playing against each other. And so games like Destiny, which force you to play together um, and cooperate and communicate with each other, I think is so much better than all this Call of Duty stuff that's going on where it's just like, oh, dude, you killed me, bro. You, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Um, there's a huge paragon shift into where everyone's, you know, more playing co-op rather than, you know, versus, which I think is awesome. Can I just say, ragged you. <laughs> but, I mean, a lot of the games I like, they shoehorn multiplayer in, like, because um, I'm, like, a big horror game fan or that kind of thing, and Dead Space 3 is a perfect example of, like, the forced co-op actually making a crappier experience. So, I mean, multiplayer is good, just not... It it can't be shoehorned. Yeah, well, I think if it's, if it's designed, you know, with a specific goal in mind, and like you said, not shoehorned in, then that's fine. You know, Last of Us is a great example of that, because it had a fantastic multiplayer as well as a fantastic story. Um, but I did forget one, and that's Guilty Gear XRD sign. Yeah, how did you forget that? I don't know. I did, I forgot. Probably my most anticipated fighting game of a very long time. I cannot wait to play it. Um, Speaking yeah. of fighting games, this week um, the Halloween costumes for Dead or Alive 5 Ultimate came out. They're available on Xbox Store and PlayStation Store. Uh, this year they did like a costume vote contest, so people submitted costumes, and then like the community would vote on them. So a lot of the costumes that made the cut are ones that you know are fan-made, uh, one really cool one, though, is a nice homage. Jean Lee, Jan Lee is the Green Hornet, which is a nice kind of Bruce Lee ref, you know, nice. reference because he yeah. was in the old Green Hornet. So it's a cool little... It's not exactly Green Hornet, but you can tell that's what they were going for, right? Like, they can't do because of licensing issues, but um, you can tell that's what they were going for, and it's, like, kind of a really cool homage to it. And there's some, some other cool costumes in there. Um, as you know, I'm all very... I'm, overly obsessed with those games uh, and actually was playing Dead or Alive Extreme 1 that is 11 years old now from my old Xbox, gigantic Xbox One. So our last but not least thing that we're going to discuss today is uh, actually a reader piece of reader mail sent in. Remember you can send mail to both at gamersledge.com if you would like us to talk about something. Uh, this one is from Jan44. Uh, she says, hey guys, uh, I've been hearing about this PlayStation experience thing. Do you know what it is and what they're going to do there? And so uh, I do know what the PlayStation experience is. Joe, I would imagine you know what the PlayStation experience is a little bit. Uh, do you want to talk about it? Um, sure. Um, from everything I, I've seen and read on it, uh, just sounds like a really cool thing that Sony's doing to kind of uh, get their fans together in one place. Um, it's two days. It's like, what, November? No, December 5th and 6th and 7th? 5th and yes, 6th? December 6th and 7th. And uh, basically, it's in Las Vegas. Uh, they're just gathering everybody together. It doesn't sound like there's a limit to how many people can go. I don't. It, it just sounds like 
there's going to be ton. There's going to be a lot of tickets. Um, I think they're supposed to. What is today? The fifteenth, sixteenth. I think they said on the twentieth they're going to have. I think that's when the tickets go yes. on sale. Yes, the twentieth. Um, I think one day is fifty dollars. Two days and is ninety dollars. Yep, that's it. Um, and basically, it's just a chance for the fans to come down and try out uh, games. Um, and then get a sneak peek, I think. Uh, I, I'm assuming they're going to get sneak peeks at stuff that hasn't come out. There's stuff to buy. For, uh, there's going to be developers on hand, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. What, 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 fill, fill in the missing pieces there for me, Mark. Yeah, really, that's, that you, you covered most of it. Um, they're, they're, they're saying that you're going to be able to you know, get swag from the developers, purchase rare collectibles di- di- directly from game studios, and that you'll get a look at what's coming in 2015, um, which I'm the couple other reader questions that we had uh, related to the, play, the PlayStation Experience announcement. Uh, uh, Gazman wrote in to ask, "Will we see Last Guardian launch?" Or, <laughs> uh, the, the answer, Gazman, is no. You will not. They're going to save that for a drop the mic at E3 or something along those lines. I figured it would have been at Tokyo Game Show because it seems like TGS would be kind of a good stage for that, but it wasn't there. And uh, I don't think it's ready for that. So it's not vaporware because they would have canceled it by now if it was vaporware. I, yeah. I really think that uh, they're just waiting for E3 or another same equivalent size show to be like, oh, and one more thing, bitches, Last Guardian, drop the mic, and then there's the, the thing that goes on in the background. But Yeah, they'll announce that right alongside Mother 3. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong For the company. PlayStation. Wrong company. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm serious. It'll be a long... That, that's how it'll happen. That, that's like saying they're going to release Vip Ribbon here. Come on now. Um... The the other thing that I will say is if you are not they have not mentioned anything about press so I don't know if we're going to get to go to it. Um, but they did say that if you can't go you can't go over to the PlayStation blog which is blog.us.playstation.com if I remember right um, where you can actually see a lot of streaming from the events. Uh, and then our last question uh, came from Ripman24 and he asked. Will we see a Uncharted trailer at this PlayStation Experience event? I would say that's a pretty good bet. Personally. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I think that's a really good bet. Because if Sony's doing their own conference, they're going to do something newsworthy, show something newsworthy, and I think releasing that trailer then since they didn't do it at E3 and they didn't do it at Gamescom I would think that even if it's just a really short teaser trailer I think that would make uh, pretty big news so yeah mm-hmm. I thought they did put a trailer out for that at E3 no, they, they, they did a well okay was it like a voice only thing it, well, was, it was him crawling yeah. out of the water and it was him and Sully talking And I meant one that actually shows gameplay Okay. Yeah, He's like, being picky. Yeah, I understand. Trailer. So I expect I expect to see something like that. I'm also really expecting to see a Ratchet and Clank 
movie? Uh, not the movie. I'm expecting the game. Mm. Because by then, uh, um, what's the game they're working on for Xbox One? Um, Sunset. Sunset Overdrive. Sunset Overdrive. Sunset Overdrive will have been out the doors and done by for by a month or two at that point. And Insomniac has not mentioned anything else that they're doing. I would not be surprised to see a PS4, some kind of redo of the original. Or, or no, that's already been announced. There's a there is a PS4 uh, remake of the original to tie it more closely in with the adjustment to the story for the movie. Then I would fully expect to see it at PlayStation Experience, personally. In One thing I'm hoping that they'll do just as a secondary thing is. Because um, they've done it at like you know Gamescom and stuff like that is a new Mortal Kombat character release. Because uh, Mortal so Kombat and Sony have always had a very close relationship, right? So you're hoping Melina will show up. She's my favorite, but my 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 real question is: Will there be an Xbox One fatality? <laughs> <laughs> oh snap! Sony would be so much better at those fatalities if they didn't have that part of them in E3 where they they bookend awesome things with the most boring stockholder stuff ever in their conferences. If they got rid of that stuff, it would just be total destruction. Just out of curiosity, did anybody watch the Powers trailer? I thought it looked pretty good. Oh, I'm actually... I, I'm I, actually didn't that, I didn't know that was out yet. So, so here's my problem. If you ever read the comic book, the main character looks like the guy that's playing the tick. <laughs> yeah. And, and my problem is they got a scrawny little dude to play him in the TV show, and so I'm already having issues. But <laughs> it looks interesting, and it does look like they are diverting from the comic storyline, sadly, somewhat. It looks like it's definitely going to be a Walking Dead kind of adaptation, but it did look pretty interesting, and I'm I'm interested to see where it goes. Yeah, the so. trailer looked like it had a nice blend of action, comedy, a um, little bit of everything. Yeah, it, it looked it looked really good. I was I was pleasantly surprised. I, I was too, other than the scrawny guy, because that's <laughs> totally not what I had pictured in my head. Um. I think that's unless anybody's got anything incredibly burning for news. Um, well, one thing I was thinking up is the uh, announcement today, I believe it was, yes, of the uh, ten, uh, the ten DC movies. Oh, they announced them all. Schedule. Yep. Uh, well, they announced they announced a certain set of them. There are going to be additional uh, standalone Superman and Batman movies that were not included in the schedule. But it's uh, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice in 2016, Suicide Squad in 2016, Wonder Woman in 2017, Justice League Part 1 in 2017, uh, The Flash starring Ezra Miller, so it's a different Flash than the TV series, uh, 2018, Aquaman starring Jason Momoa, 2018, Shazam in 2019, Justice League Part 2 in 2019, Cyborg, in 2020 and Green Lantern in 2020. It's too much. It's too, I, too much. I, I just, I don't get what they're thinking. They're building this cohesive universe on their TV series 
and then they do just let's do something completely different for the movies. It's well, like, I think that's not entirely true because Supergirl, Gotham, and uh, uh, what's the other one? Uh, Constantine are all in their self-contained universe, at least as far as we know. The only ones that are unified are Flash and, and Arrow. I just don't understand and they're isolated why from the movies universe. So I, I just don't understand why they can't be happy. I mean, because I the one thing DC has been doing really well for fifteen, almost twenty years now, they really know how to rock out a TV show. I mean. Smallville, I thought, was fantastic. Gotham is turning out to be surprisingly good. Um, I've been really impressed with the Arrow. And they're doing... I'm sure they've got to be making a lot of money, but, I mean, just because Marvel went the other direction and they're doing movies, I don't understand why they have to get on this Me Too bandwagon because it's literally... They're going to be butting up against each other and every two weeks you're going to have either a Marvel or a DC thing coming out. And, you know, to the average person, I mean, to people like us, we're, we can keep it straight, but to the average moviegoer, they have no idea that Superman isn't a, you know, that he doesn't interact with the X-Men or whatever. I mean, he just, and so I think to the average moviegoer, they're going to be confused and it's just going to be too much and we're going to end up burning that bubble, um, it, it's going to end up where people are just going to be like, we're out, we're done, no more superhero movies for me. You know, it's just, it's going to be too much in too short an amount of time, I think. I know people, like even friends of mine, are already feeling that, even with mm-hmm. just amount that are out now. So imagine what it's going to be like in five years. Oh, I know. That's crazy. That and the, the, the subject matter for the DC movies, I mean... Cyborg and bleh. yeah, that's a, a, a two-hour movie of Cyborg. Just yeah, that's a weird choice. Yeah, <laughs> I I still wish that they would have for doing a Wonder Woman TV show, they would just call it Themyscira and have like her living as an Amazon dealing with the Greek gods, and maybe like to have that for the first couple seasons, and you don't even see an interaction with Man's World until like season three kind of thing. Like, I'd like them to do that sort of thing, that they always have to shoehorn it because she's a girl, have her have the boyfriend who saves her, even though she's as strong as Superman and doesn't need it. End of rant. Okay. Yeah, I'm interested to see... I'm sorry I have a penis. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that, like, I mean, Joss Whedon would have made an awesome Wonder Woman movie, series, whatever. The animated New Frontier Frontier was awesome because the beginning of that had a scene where, and, and they did, like, Wonder Woman was a true Amazon, like, it did a scene where Superman and her square off, and Wonder Woman's looking down on him, and just she's has, a soldier. Like, yeah, and she's He's just not. like, and she's just like, you know, back the f off, you know, and he does. Yeah. You know, so that well, was one of, the, like, that was one yeah. of the best things. She's a soldier. Superman is not. Like there was that whole thing about the whole controversy back when before the first Fifty Two started when she killed Max Payne. It's like, and everyone was like, oh my god, but it's like she's a soldier. Like, that's her first, she is, like, a warrior, soldier in an army mentality, and they never write her like that. It's, they always, 
like Greg Rucka, I think, was the last one writer that I really loved the way they wrote Wonder Woman. And if he wrote a TV show or a movie, that'd be wicked. So that brings us to our final thoughts for the evening, starting all the way at the end, the man with the whiskey, Dave. Hey, uh, final thoughts. Um, I'm, I'm not even going to bother saying it because I keep wanting to catch up on stuff. And I'll be catching up soon, I promise. I really do. <laughs> well, then, Kate. I'll be playing Evil Within, getting hopefully further in that. Uh, I died twice already, first time in the first scene, second time accidentally springing a trap because I moved the camera wrong and I got a spike to the face, but, you know, I'll plug along on that. Uh, Matt? Um, well, I guess uh, the only thought I have is, you know, I've uh, mentioned several times previously how I had comics all over my floor. Uh, well, I no longer have comics all over my floor, but just to give you a scale of exactly how bad it had gotten, I now have seven short boxes stuffed with comics that I didn't have before. I started out the project thinking three was going to be enough. I underestimated a lot. All right, so when are you opening up your own store? <laughs> <laughs> There's still 32 stores out here. I don't you know much about the market. Just that. to store your comics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joe, final thoughts? I have nothing wise to say. Tonight, I, I came unprepared. Wow. Did not play Mahjong. Come on. <laughs> um, I'll let you think about it for a second, and I'll come back to you. How about that? All right. So uh, there was an article, apparently um, Tom Clancy's The Division, which is the game I bought. Uh, yes. are, you, are you sure it's not <laughs> Clancy Brown's, Clancy's <laughs> Brown's Division? Yeah, I'm sure it's not. Uh, Tom Clancy's The Division apparently has been making the rounds of the shows lately saying that uh, we do it better than Destiny. Ooh. And uh, oh. Get Bungie's that clown off your screen! Bungie's Joe! Trouble. I, I, I'm, I'm interneting things. <laughs> hey, clowns! Uh, Bungie, B Bungie's in trouble. Um, and, you know, if you want story in your MMO, then come see The Division. Uh, so, <laughs> like, oh, wow, nap. The, that is the game that I bought a PS4 uh, for, and so I'm, I'm very interested to see that, but I would like a release date first, so that'd be nice. It's looked really cool at all the trailers and stuff, and I'm normally not into those kind of games. I cannot wait for that game to be out. If it delivers on half of what they are promising, I will be happy. If it delivers destiny amount of what it's promising, I will not be happy. <laughs> Joe? Hulk smash? I, I, I got nothing, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm an off week. I will come prepared next time, I swear. All right. Until next week, game on. Game, game on. On game. game.